What's up, y'all? I'm Emmanuel Butts, and this is The Calling Collective, where we talk life, faith, calling, and introduce you to people with various paths and callings so you can better understand and discover yours. Y'all, feel free to like, comment, and subscribe, and enjoy the show. I'll see you guys. What is up? It's your friend, and it's your pal, Emmanuel, okay? I love saying my name like that. I'm not going to lie. Emmanuel. It sounds better than uh, Emmanuel to me, okay? And then uh, no one can call me Manny except my family, who I cannot tell them to not call me Manny. <laughs> all right, y'all. Good morning. I hope everything is doing well. It's not morning at all, actually. But, you know, good good afternoon, wherever you are, when you're watching this, when you're listening to this, wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, um, y'all, today, okay? I don't know why I'm acting so confused. <laughs> All right, today I want to know, what is y'all favorite water? Like, what is your favorite water? I'm not sponsored, okay? But I would love to be sponsored by CORE. This is the best water, um, I mean, by far. You can taste the difference. They should make, I think that's somebody else's, what is it, like a slogan? But CORE water is so good. I'm going I'm to cringe, right? Be cringy. Just such great water. I don't want to put it up here because, come on, man. Like, he ain't sponsoring me, but I need a sponsorship, Core. If you're out there, if a representative out there listening to this, give me a sponsorship. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's what we'll go from there. Y'all tell me, put in the comments below, uh, what is your favorite water? Like, what is the, the best water? I know everyone hates Dasani, or that's what I've heard. A lot of people hate Dasani. A lot of people hate uh, spring water, which it is kind of gross. Um, Purified waters is kind of the way to go. So that's preference. That's my preference. Y'all let me know what you like and uh, maybe I'll try it out. Maybe I'll check it out. All right. So y'all today, good afternoon, good morning. We are talking about growth. Okay. And uh, in particular, like in a, in the way it was given to me uh, was stretching. Okay. So um, we know <laughs> when you grow, you're, you know, if you're growing from, from this to here, it's going to require stretching. Okay. Um, and we know y'all, everybody loves to be comfortable. Okay. It's, it's very, <laughs> it's, it's a natural thing to want to be comfortable. All right. If it's cold, you find a jacket. If it's hot, you're going to wear less clothes. You might even turn on the AC, right? Uh, no one has to teach you how to, how to get comfortable. Okay. But what we do lack as humans is, uh, and what we have to make a choice to do is to be uncomfortable. All right. And so, but the only way for true change to occur is for uncomfortability to occur. Mm. Let's think about that, right? If if we want to grow, if we want to change, um, you have to be uncomfortable. And, and this came to me when I was walking out of my, uh, out of my job and I was, I was walking and I felt like, uh, you know, people ask me, like, how's this, how's this job going? Because I've told y'all before, it's pretty demanding. But people ask me, like, how's this job going? How's it, you know, going for you? And I always say, you know, I feel like I'm being stretched. Right? And then as I was walking out, I feel like God put in my uh, my heart, like, uh, you know, without stretching, there is no growth. Right? If I sit here and uh, if I have a piece of uh, putty, right, if I stretch it, it's going to grow. Right? But it's also going to grow and do things. Um, I'd be able to, you know, put it over this mic. I'd be able to 
do things I would not have done had it stayed in its smaller form. All right. So with growth, it is the same way. If I'm, I'm stretching for an Olympic race, you know, I'm limbering up, I'm, I'm doing all these things. I, after stretching, I'm able to do things I was not able to do before. All right. I, I have stretched. I have, you know, grown in these areas. And so maybe I could only run four miles before. But I've stretched and I've grown. I've pushed myself. You know, first I'm talking about stretching like, you know, you stretch before a run or something like that. But now I'm talking about stretching in the sense of if I need to run five miles. Right. And I'm not really good at even running one. If I stretch myself, I run one mile this week and then maybe three weeks later, I run two miles. I'm stretching myself to increase my capacity. All right. Stretching yourself to increase your capacity so you can grow. Once you stretch, you're limber, you're loose. You can do things that you wouldn't have done before. But why? What you got to do first? You have to stretch. You have to be uncomfortable. All right. So I'm going to give you the definition of of uncomfortable, which is the uh, it's causing or feeling slight pain or physical discomfort. All right. And then uh, the opposite of that is comfortable. Okay, of course. (laughs) All right. Causing or feeling. Here's another definition. Causing or feeling unease or awkwardness. Uh, Here's a sentence. He began to feel uncomfortable at the man's hard stare. All right. Made him uncomfortable. All right. And what I learned in life, just in growing and and being in the military, growing as a man, is that um, what usually does not feel good in the moment helps me to grow. All right. And there's a scripture. I meant to pull it up, but I didn't. It basically says all all discipline is uh, basically it hurts in the moment. But, you know, it's profitable later on. I'll pull that scripture up. But basically, it talks about uh, growth (laughs) and being uncomfortable. You know, it doesn't nobody wants to be disciplined in that moment. But later on, it yields dividends. All right. So, y'all, let's give some examples because I I love uh, examples because people explain stuff. You don't give me examples. I'm like, hey, man, I don't I don't understand what's going on. So right now, if I if I go outside and I'm running full sprints until I feel like I'm about to throw up and I've been there, if I'm running full sprints until I feel like I'm about to throw up next time, my capacity would have been uh, my capacity will be increased. Okay, I'm running full sprints until I throw up next time I run full sprints next week. I may not feel as that I'm going to throw up as much. Right. Because I stretch and I push myself last time. All right. I was uncomfortable, but and now I'm starting to get more comfortable in this uncomfortable thing. What's another example? All right. The first time I went to speak uh, in college, I did uh, student government. And, you know, I didn't realize at that. I, I thank the Lord for that opportunity because it gave me opportunity to speak and realize like, OK, oh, man, OK, man, I love speaking. I didn't know that prior to um, having that opportunity. Right. But. How did I learn that I was good at speaking? I learned because I put myself in an uncomfortable position. All right. I had to go up and give a speech at the, it was like the first, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but a pet rally basically of the year in college. And I had to go up there and give a speech. My lips started twitching. You know, I'm like, man, these people can see me looking foolish. All right. And that's how I felt. I definitely felt foolish and I felt uncomfortable. But after that, right, that was like my breakout, uh, 
my breakout season, my breakout speech or whatever. And after that, I spoke all the time and it became to get it become it became comfortable for me. All right. At first, speaking was very uncomfortable, very nerve wracking. But I knew like, OK, I may have a gift in this area. I may not. But how will you know until you get up there? So I was uncomfortable. I went up there, did what I had to do. And, you know, speech was over. But the next time. All right. It may be uncomfortable for you this time. You may have to push yourself this time. <laughs> you may have to stretch yourself this time. But the next time that uncomfortable thing has become a comfortable thing. All right. And y'all, that's our goal. We want to stretch ourselves so we can become comfortable in something that was uncomfortable. And you know how you know you're ready to go to the next level is when you are no longer satisfied with uh, what was um, uncomfortable to you. All right. So if I'm doing a workout, I'm lifting 80 pounds, right? It's uncomfortable. It's hard, but I can do it. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe a month later, I start working out again. I'm like, hold up. This this, this 80 pounds, it ain't got light. I'm pushing these hundreds, hundos. All right. That's because I've made a uncomfortable thing comfortable. Why and how? Through time, right? Through time, through working, through stretching, through growing, through putting myself under pressure and things that I would not uh, comfortably and naturally do, I challenge myself, right? So I can grow. All right. That made me think of uh, Paul when he said, um, This one thing I do, I press toward the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. All right. So Paul understands he's going through all these things, but he said, what? I press. No, no, I'm pressing these dumbbells, all right, for Jesus. It's all right. So one thing, it was it was uncomfortable, but now it's a comfortable thing. And that's how you know it's time to go to the next level. That's how you know you've been pushing yourself. You've been, you've been progressing. You've been growing. You can check yourself by saying, hey, am I satisfied with this level? This is, does this thing still satisfy me the way it did? And hopefully it does not. You can apply that to anything, even with your relationship with God, right? There could be seasons like you spend time with God. Maybe it's a 30 minute spending time with God. And uh, and that satisfies you in that season. Like, you, you, you know, you experience his presence for 30 minutes. You read for 30 minutes, whatever it is, right? But God may call you higher. And that 30 minutes does not satisfy uh, your spiritual hunger. Or maybe... Um, Maybe God does not show up in the way he did before, right? Because he's calling you deeper, all right? And so that's how we know it's time to go and it's time to grow, all right? <laughs> we are no longer satisfied at our current state. It's time to go and it's time to grow, y'all. And so I also wanted to bring uh, this scripture into it. It's Jeremiah 12, one through five. And uh, basically it's Jeremiah, he's a prophet and these and the people of Israel, um, Jerusalem, they are sinning and basically just not doing the right thing. Right. And so, uh, Jeremiah, and I know I've done this before, like, and these people don't, y'all don't love God for real. You <laughs> say like these people don't love God for real. And so you, you feel some type of way. Cause you're like, I'm out here really serving God. I'm out here really doing what it takes or, you know, and you can even say that in, in, uh, with self-righteous like pride, you know, but hopefully that's not what Jeremiah was doing. He was just like pleading with the Lord. There's nothing wrong with talking to the Lord about something that's on your heart. So Jeremiah basically saying like these people are sinning. They don't really know you like that. And, you know, you judge me and you you hold me to a high standard. But it seems like it's not the same for them. 
And then he gets to asking God, a, um, well, God ends up answering him, but not in the way you would, um, you would think, right? And so I'm just going to read this, uh, Jeremiah 12, one through five. So he says, righteous are you, Lord, when I complain to you, yet I would plead my case before you. Why does the way of the wicked prosper? Why do all who are treacherous thrive? You plant them and they take root. They grow and produce fruit. You are near in their mouth, but far from their heart. But you, O Lord, know me. Lord, you know me. <laughs> right? That's how it can be. You see me and test my heart towards you. Pull them out like sheep for the slaughter. He like, get them. And set them apart for the day of slaughter. Dang. How long would the land mourn and the grass of every field wither? For the evil of those who dwell in it and the beasts and the birds are swept away because they said he will not see our latter end. And then, right. So Jeremiah saying, this ain't fair, man. I'm out here really serving you. And then the Lord answers Jeremiah. If you have raced with men on foot and they have wearied you, how will you compete with horses? And if in a safe land, you are so trusting Lord, what will you do in the thicket of the Jordan? Wow. And God is basically saying here, uh, he's he's called Jeremiah to be a prophet to these people, right? And God is basically telling Jeremiah, if you can't handle this challenge, how do you expect to handle it on another level? And it's just so significant to me because God is concerned about our development, all right? God is concerned about us being uh, great, doing great things in him. And he's not, he does not want us to be stagnant, right? But we have a God and a good father who cares about our growth. All right. And he's telling Jeremiah, like, Hey man, this, this is the challenge at hand right now. This seemingly hard thing. Um, you know, this is what you got to deal with right now. And if you can't handle this, how can I expect to use you on larger scales? And what, <laughs> That's like amazing that God will say something to you like that. Like it challenge you. That's what I love about God, man. He's got standards and he challenges you like, hey, uh, it's time to go up. It's time to go higher. And that's really a blessing that um, God responded like that. And that and to tie it all back in. Right. The reason I chose this speaker, uh, chose this scripture is because uh, it shows us that in order for us to go to the next level, we have to be stretched. So, y'all, I just want you to think about um, some areas in your life that you can grow. Right. That's what that's what we want to do in life. And whatever we whatever we are doing, whatever we are pursuing, we want to grow. All right. And anything I've ever set out to do and anything I've ever um, that God has put on my heart to do, it has required me to be uncomfortable. All right. And we see my belief is in the Bible, right? And so I can look and see several times over uh, several different um, people that God has used in the Bible, right? He's used um, Moses. We've seen he's used Joseph. Um, even Jesus, right? Um, so let's go down, down the line, right? So Moses, right? He's like, God is asking him, not even asking him, God is telling him, hey, I need you to do this. And I need you to go and speak to Pharaoh. And Moses is like, Hey, well, hold up, man. I stutter. <laughs> like you're missing a key detail, right? I stutter. And so, you know, God is like, who made man, t who is made man? T oh my gosh. 
Moses is like, I stutter. And then God, I'm stuttering too. He says, who has made man's tongue? Right? That's what God says to Moses. God is aware of our deficiencies to us. All right. But he wants to stretch us and grow us. All right. So that's one thing with Moses. Joseph, he had the dream and, and God is t uh, telling him like, you know, your brothers will bow before you. I'll put you in a, high, a place of high esteem. All right. But what does Joseph have to learn? He has to learn how to be humble. <laughs> My boy's got to grow and learn how to be humble. We, we present these things to God. But we still have to be processed. We still have to be stretched and grown. So Joseph's got to go through all these things, these these wilderness experiences. He has to be locked up in prison and like he has to, and, you know, he has to go through all these things. Right. It's all for his stretching. It's all for his growth. It's all for his development. And then God used them to do great exploits. Right. It's not in our own strength. Right. But it's through our, our stretching, and growing in God and, and him processing us. That we're able to do these great things. Then we see Jesus, even Jesus, y'all, was uncomfortable and had to stretch and grow. I know you're probably like, oh, no, not Jesus, man. What did what did Jesus say as he was about to go to the cross? He said, uh, Lord, he says, he says, Lord, if possible, take this cup from me. What? Jesus himself. Right. But he, he recognizes um, that he has to stretch and grow. And he said, but not my will, but your will be done. Wow. I'm sorry to be sniffing, y'all. All right. It's getting cold out here. But <laughs> he says, not my will, but your will be done. Because he had to stretch and grow. And, I, and I'm just saying, I say all that to say, if we want to get to the next level, if we want to do what God has called us to do, if we want to be what we are supposed to be. We got to stretch and we got to grow and we got to allow God to do that in us. Anything I've ever set out to do, I've had to stretch and grow. It's never been comfortable for me. All right. But as you go, it'll be comfortable. It'll become comfortable. Something that was hard begins to get a little easier. And as you go, God will ask you to do a little bit more. Right. And then that'll be uncomfortable, but not for long. Right. Because you step out on faith, you walk with him. It's going to work out the way it's supposed to. Y'all just want to encourage you. Um, I'm, I'm about to even pray right now. And Lord, I pray right now. Thank you, Lord, for this podcast. I thank you for this time that we've had to share together. I pray that, Lord, these, uh, your people and myself, Lord, that we would be uh, comfortable doing the hard things, Lord. That we would do everything as unto the Lord. Father, that, uh, Lord, that we would be not concerned about the pain we not be concerned about the uncomfortability. We not be concerned about anything um, that doesn't please you, God. But we would be concerned about growth. We can be concerned about doing your will. We be concerned about stretching and growing into the person you called us to be. And Father, I pray that whoever's listening, that you would touch their life and their heart. Lord, they first surrender their life to you. And then secondly, Lord, make them... Uh, that you'd be Lord of their life and that you lead them and guide them in all truth and help us, Lord, to be uncomfortable and to be comfortable being uncomfortable. I love y'all. My alarm went off mid-prayer, okay? That don't mean nothing. <laughs> that don't mean nothing. It's the devil, man. Trying to get you to not be uncomfortable. Trying to get you to not be comfortable being uncomfortable. 
I love y'all. It's been great. Uh, we got to do this more. We will every week. <laughs> y'all be blessed. It's your friend. It's your pal, Emmanuel. I'll see y'all next time.